This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Welcome back. Getting a ton of text, and a lot of them sound like this one. I agree. Protect your children. Good luck, Chris. Well, we'll read some more of your text, but let's go to the phones. What do you make of all of this? Uh, we got, well, someone else named Chris. Chris, welcome to the program. Hi, how are you? Real good. Good. I totally support that other the first caller. I mean, I have had a similar situation where my old, my youngest son was being picked on, and he was being picked on at the bus. The bus driver saw it, did absolutely nothing about it. After a couple of days, I went down and confronted the kid with my older son, and I asked him, I didn't even touch the kid. I said, how would you like it if my older son was picking on you? Now, he got to the school. The police called me. And what did they say? Well, they told me I could be charged for threatening him. I said I never threatened him. I asked him if he would like it. If he would yeah. like it if somebody older than him was picking on him. He's, the kid was older than my son. I asked him, would you like it if somebody older than you was picking on you? Well, yeah. See, there you go. And I mean, obviously, now, look, uttering got... threats is a crime, but where, where's that threshold? I mean, if you say to someone who's been bullying your child, listen, you better stop what you're doing. I mean, is, is that a threat? According right. to the police and the school board, it is. The minute you're an adult. Yeah, there you go. Chris, appreciate you sharing that with us. This is an interesting text here. Uh, it says, we tell parents to film all encounters. Bullies know full well they can get away with anything as an adult, or they can get away with anything, and an adult will be charged. So they say, look, we've been dealing with bullies at Calgary Skate Parks for five years. We get harassed online as well. A young employee was threatened with pepper spray, and the cops did nothing. So maybe in those instances, if you're going to confront a bully, videotape it, and document all of the evidence of what you've been dealing with. Right, cover your bases. Maybe that's uh, an important lesson here. All right, welcome back. Rob Breckenridge with you. 403-974-TALK is our telephone number. More time for your calls as we talk about bullying and the situation parents find themselves in. What would you do if you were watching every day as your child was dealing with the, the stress of being targeted by bullies and it didn't seem like anything was being done, anybody was doing anything about it? Would you take matters into your own hands? Would you confront the bullies? Would you threaten the bullies? So we heard from this uh, dad in Jasper, who is facing now a charge of assault and a charge of uttering a threat after he confronted two of these kids. So they were at the local arena. He decided enough is enough. He went over there, a conversation with one of them. As he says, used some rough language, Give them a verbal scolding, as he says. Now, as mentioned, he put his arm around one of the kids. So he did touch the kid's jacket and said, you're the other kid I want to talk to. But there were other people there. Right? Other people saw what was going on. But he was angry. He was an angry dad. He knew, knew full well what his daughter had been going through, what was being said about her and to her online. And it's ugly stuff. So obviously he's right to be concerned. He's right to be angry. So what's this guy supposed to do? Now, some people have texted to say, well, maybe he should have gone to the parents of these other kids. Said, here's what your kids have been doing. 
you know, and maybe that's a, a reasonable way to respond. We have, by the way, reached out to Jasper, our CMP, even just for a statement to, to elaborate on their response to what happened here. And also to, to ask them, I certainly want to ask them, well, okay, fine. If you feel the dad crossed the line, then I guess that's for the courts to decide. What about the bullying? Has this now been brought to your attention? Are you aware of what's been said to and about this child? And are you doing anything about that? I'd certainly like to know that. Let's go back to the phones, though. More time for your phone calls. We've got William on the line next. William, good afternoon. How you doing, Rob? Real good, thanks. Thanks for taking my call. I was a victim myself a long time ago, mind you. Yeah. But um, back then, no technology. There was no technology, so it wasn't online. I, I can't even imagine what he's going through with you know, watching it happen online, totally anonymous. Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, maybe it's it's also you can you can document that, right? You can take screenshots, you can gather all yeah, the evidence, ways. I there, suppose. There, so there's that there, side of it. Yeah, yeah, there's ways. And I mean, I, I would have done, I don't have children myself personally, but I would have done the same thing. Uh, you know, at, it comes to a point where you have to protect your child, and he did the right thing, I think. Um, you, you can't say anything bad about what he did. Well, yeah, look, I mean, he, you know, I'm sure the temptation was there to sock one of these kids oh, right in the, the sure. jaw, right? So, he, I mean, I, I guess technically what, uh, the police are calling this assault. He didn't no, beat them no, up, no. though, right? No, yeah. and most times, most times, and I know this for a fact, bullies, once you confront them, they're, they're, they're not really as tough as they, as they seem. And once you, once you, like for me, I, I, uh, I actually have to thank Ben Weeder. I know it's a name you probably haven't heard for a while, but I got my first set of Ben Weeder <laughs> oh, yeah. weights, and yeah. I started working out, and I confronted the bully that was bullying me for years, and and uh, the next day it was over. I never had to worry about him again. Yeah, and, right. uh, you know, so I, I mean, some people take take it to an extreme. I, I don't think I did, but I didn't know how to make it stop. You know, I only had my mom, so there was no there was no father to uh, you know to go down and do a you know a confrontational thing. Mm-hmm. But, and the school did nothing, as usual. The school, I'm not saying all schools are the same, but they did nothing yeah. to protect me from this, kid, from this kid. And he was never alone. He always had his buddies with him. And, you know, I learned how to run a lot. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. So, uh, well, and, and I mean, that, that stays with you, right? Uh, forever, I mean, th- th- this, this has never... a lasting impact. These are permanent scars, right, that these, yeah. you know, these kids. And, and, you know, this dad knows full well that everything his daughter's going through, it's going to haunt her for the rest of her life, right? For, forever. She'll never forget this. I never forgot. I'm 62 years old now. I still remember how, what I had to do to avoid it and having to go circumvent, take different roads because I knew where he hung out. And, um, you know, but like I say, once I, I got physical and I got stronger and um, maybe more aggressive in my thinking and not being as, as afraid, um, it stopped. Mm-hmm. And I think now, you know, the reason it stopped for, for his uh, child is he took it upon himself to protect his child. Kudos to him. Yeah. And law enforcement, I know they're stressed. They've got a lot of stuff on their plates. And uh, sometimes they have to just, you know, go... Hopefully they'll go by the facts and they'll do something about it. Yeah, uh, well said. Appreciate the phone call, William. Thanks for sharing that with us. Um, you know, and look, I get once a complaint's filed, and police are told, "Here's what happened. Here's what this guy did." I, I get that they're in a tough spot. I don't think police are are trying to, you know, come down on the side of the bullies here or anything like that. I, I don't know what what good comes of of punishing this dad given what he was trying to do and given what he was dealing with. 
you know, it's just, it's an awful situation, and it shouldn't have had to get to that point. I think parents, and I think, you know, our guests as well, I think people want to go through the proper channels. They want to do things by the book. They don't want to have to take matters into their own hands or even take the law into their own hands. But where's the response from the system? Where are the schools? I, I You know, I get maybe... Well, it's outside of school, it's after school hours, et cetera. Look, this is a situation you got to deal with. These are all kids at your school. And if you're not going to do anything about it, then let us know that. Or at least pass it off to police. But that's the frustration. It's happening. My kid's dealing with it. I need it to stop. And if the system's not going to do it, what else am I supposed to do? As a parent, I can really sympathize with that. And clearly, a lot of people can. Let's go back to the phone see you. Rob, welcome to the program. Hi, how are you? Real good. Good. Uh, first of all, I'd like to point off, I'm, I've been a parent on both sides. I've had a, a child that was a bully and a child that got bullied. And uh, first off, I had a child that, that got bullied, and, and I was uh, horrified by it. And, and he was coming home from school crying and so we talked to the school, and, and they actually did something about it. They t- contacted the parents, and they sat down with us as well and said, look, uh, not exactly what the situation that kid was going through, but, but there are some issues, and, and we're trying to resolve it from our end, and, and it ended up stopping. And now those two boys are friends. Uh, but yeah, then yeah. just one, one year after that, um, I was just as horrified to find out that my kid was, uh, a, my other son, was, was bullying some other kid. And we got notified by the school and and said that this is un- unacceptable. And we definitely agreed with them. We said, no, absolutely, this is unacceptable. And it took actually a while. He's a he's a very passionate kid. When he's excited, he's very excited. And when he's angry, he gets really angry really quickly. And and uh, not to make any kind of excuses about that, but it was it took a lot longer to to um, rectify that situation because we had to uh, we had to make him understand that his his emotions can't be taken out with uh with physical violence towards other children and and but now again him and and uh, the the other child that were uh that was involved they're friends now they they chat and they sit together at school and and it's a, it's really um it comes down to a lot of communication and with the parents and the school kind of working together and this chris guy when he went to the school um like especially with death threats and stuff like that, that is just absolutely unacceptable. Um, I congratulate him on on actually taking uh, taking charge and doing something because I definitely would have done the same. I I would not let my my child uh, be bullied in that kind of way without doing something about it. Um, now I probably would have went to their parents as well and and said something first um, because just because of my experience with that working really well, no parent wants their child to be. Uh, bullying other children mm-hmm. um right. well at least i don't think so <laughs> i, I hope, hope not well yeah, yeah i think for the most part you, you know maybe there may be some parents who maybe they're you know jerks themselves or maybe they're just in denial they don't want to believe that their kid could could do such a thing but i think yeah i think yeah. most parents are reasonable and would be horrified to learn that their kids you know would be involved in something like that absolutely absolutely yeah. i know when when i was in school um, my little sister was picked on, and I was four years older than she was, and I grabbed that little kid that was picking on her, and I slammed him up against the lockers, and I have no idea what I said to him, but that stopped too. Not that I would ever tell my kids. I'm, I'm desperately trying to tell my kids not to do something like that, but that's, you know, it was dealt with, and, and it was over. But um, 
I mean, there was a physical communication there that happened and it worked. Uh, here, it seemed like uh, for Chris, it worked as well. Not that we want to uh, uh, fix bullying with more bullying, but there's there's got to be a difference also between bullying and, and protecting someone as well uh, yeah. from bullying. I mean, you don't want to, somebody that's verbally abusing somebody, you don't want to go and take three guys and beat them up to a pulp. I mean, that's not right either. But there's definitely... Uh, there definitely has to be protection to those that are bullied and aren't standing up for themselves. Yeah, absolutely. Rob, thanks so much for pulling in. Uh, excellent point. Let's uh, t- pause here. We'll come back. More time for your calls. 403-974-TALK is the way to reach us. 974-8255. You can text us uh, at the same number as well. We're back with more right after this. All right, welcome back. A lot of texts coming in uh, on this question as well. And what a parent's supposed to do when their child's being bullied. Says, I have two daughters who were the victims of bullying in school. I contacted the high school and they dealt with the issue immediately. When I contacted the other school, they kind of pushed it under the carpet and didn't want to deal with. Uh, the bullying continued. And again, I got in contact with the school telling them they have to deal with this or the next call will be to the police. The bullying was dealt with that day and has not been an issue since. So you're going to see different schools handle things different ways. You know, again, and, and if the bullying stops... Whatever happens to the parent, I think, you know, it's probably worth it. I I suspect this dad, he doesn't want to deal with everything now he's going to deal with. But if the bullying stops, and if it forces the school and the police and the community to take this more seriously, then maybe in a way it's been worth it. All right, let's go back to the phones. Uh, More time for your calls. We've got uh, Brian on the line. Brian, go ahead. Uh, hi, Rob. I just wanted to call in because as a young uh, child, I, I went through something similar. Now, maybe it's a little different for boys and girls, but uh, bullying still bullying. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, like I'm not advocating for violence, but in my case, you know, until I, I had grown up and kind of matched them in, in, in size a bit because I uh, matured a little younger uh, later, um, the uh, I, I beat up the biggest kid and then they finally left me alone. But my my point really is that the bullies they only understand intimidation of some form and and i believe the gentleman's name was chris i i think he deserves an award um although some might frown at him grabbing him but he you know he felt that needed to put some fear into him that uh, to make it stop and and i think kids are given far too much latitude these days on uh, how much power they have uh, against parents and, and adults out there, although I realize the need to protect children at the same time. Yeah, well said, Brian. Appreciate the phone call. Right, and, and I think that psychology of the bully, it's about asserting power and dominance. Right, and the, so yeah, maybe that is what they understand. It's a tough spot, parents are in, no doubt. Uh, all right, let's uh, go here to, this is uh, Janine. Yes. Yeah, Janine, go ahead. Hi. First off, I would like to thank Chris for taking action to protect his daughter. I wish my dad would have been more like him 30-plus years ago when I was going through it. And I thank God I am not in high school today because at least 30 years ago, I could go home to my room to escape it. Now you can't. Um, I'm also wondering, when did this become a society when we are too afraid to punish these children for their actions. You know, everybody is so quick to judge the parent for protecting their child. What are we going to do about these kids? When are we going to start 
laying down punishments that are that are going to put the fear of God into them. And well, but did we ever? Well, I mean, I, it seems to me you know, that maybe 30 years ago, uh, this would have been more likely to be dismissed. That's, you know, boys being boys, kids being kids, uh, yeah, get over absolutely. it. And, and it needs to stop. You know, Chris is absolutely right. This pink T-shirt day is a freaking joke. Well, yeah, I mean, if it's, if it's just symbolism, if it doesn't actually result in any change, then what's no, what's the point of it, what, right? But what Chris is bringing up and Chris confronting these kids and putting some fear into them is the right step. Now what we need to do is we need to start holding these kids accountable, finally, and not just a slap on the wrist, something that's going to follow them for a long time. You know, I'm not saying, you know, not letting them get a job of their choice or something down the line for something they did when they were, were a teenager, but something that is really going to affect their lives. Because nothing nothing's going to change if we don't start punishing these kids. Well, in some cases, I think you're right, Janine. appreciate the phone call. You know, we've heard other stories, though, from people today saying, you know, look, uh, the school dealt with it. It stopped. Uh, you know, the kids became friends after that, et cetera. So I, I think those things can happen. Not in every case. I mean, you might have some just real nasty kids uh, who do need more than that, who do need uh, to face some consequences, who do need to understand the gravity of what they're doing, 100%. Uh, let's see what uh, Lucas has to say. Lucas, go ahead. Hey, how's it going, Rob? Pretty good, thanks. Hey, hang on. You know, uh, I got you on the speaker here. Um, yeah, so, and I agree with the uh, last caller there. Um, you know, when I was a kid, uh, my dad... He was a cop, a city cop there. We grew up in a small town. Um, and I was disciplined, and my brother was disciplined. I was a, a lot, my brother was a lot better of a kid than I was. Uh, I'm not saying I was a bad kid. I didn't vandalize anything. I didn't steal anything. But I was a boy, right? Boys do what boys do. We goof off. We have fun. But when it came down to it, even a, the smallest thing doing in school is like spitballs or whatever. We got in huge trouble for that sort of thing. And it wasn't just a slap on the wrist either. Um, you know, it, and my school, and it happens when, uh, when you're young, uh, when you're, uh, you know, growing up, when, when kids first start to walk, you know, kids are learning, uh, discipline at a very young age. Uh, and I think, uh, me and my brother both learned discipline at a very, very young age. And I think that's kind of what's missing here a little bit in this society is that, uh, people aren't, uh, disciplining their kids as, as much as they should be. Well, it may be. Lucas, I appreciate the phone call. It may be something to that. But, I mean, if we want to harken back to an era where that did happen, there was still issues with bullying then, too. Right? So I don't know that it's a new problem, necessarily. And maybe, in a way, we're more willing to confront it now. Listen, I appreciate all the feedback. we got to take one more break here. We're back to wrap things up right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.